0: Hello everybody, hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Nerds of the North, the premier, former video game show, hosted by two bros and a third guy only, live from Simon's main floor, Adam's basement, and Matt's second floor. I'm your father, son, and the goalie host, Simon Pazor, joined in uh, solidarity by his faithful squad mates, Adam Pazzer and Matthew Menni. How we doing, lads?
1: We're doing okay. We, uh, my, The final exam for the class I was teaching was yesterday, so now it's just wrap up for the, the term. Excellent,
0: Thanks. Matt. Belated yeah, yeah. happy Do, birthday. Doing
2: good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm 29. Uh, feeling, you know, fine. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're doing. We're doing good. It's uh It's a good week. I have some weird work uncertainty, and that I might be going away for like a week and a half. The day after tomorrow, I might not be. I still don't know yet. It's like. You guys should really have this figured out by now. But anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. We're doing good.
0: <laughs> He's doing good. He's doing well. He's doing all of it. Excellent. Uh, glad to hear it. And uh, I also am doing all right. I'm a little bit um, warm because I'm cheap and I turn my AC off. But other than that, things are things are going okay, which is great. There's plenty of things to watch. There's plenty of things to play, uh, which is like sometimes summer is just like a real dead time. Although, actually, yeah, not I say summer. that. Yeah, I'll, I, I have taken the time to uh, revisit a game, which I'll, I'll get to in a second. But I did, I, I wanted to address a comment. and I already explained it to the person, but uh, I did. we did get a comment this past week from a listener. That was, why do we call ourselves the, the premier, former video game show? We still are a video game show. And that was like a throwback to our U of M days. The old stomping ground where we uh, had cornered the market on video game shows hosted by two brothers and a third guy monday at like was it 5:30 or something like that yeah so that's a it's, it's a throwback to those days so just in case anyone was out there was was curious on the off chance all right so uh standard question what's everyone been doing i'm gonna toss it right to adam because he's the one who before we started recording hit us up with something so adam what you've been playing
1: uh so in ter- yeah in terms of new stuff i i tried out the demos for two games. I haven't bought either one yet, but they've both been been busy on YouTube. One of them, uh, what was it called? Uh, Cult of the Lamb. I'm sure you've seen something regarding that. Absolutely nothing. I've never heard of it. Really? That. Oh, no. okay. Yeah. It's been all over my YouTube space at any rate. Um, and it, it's basically, it, it's kind of like a a Binding of Isaac sort of thing. Uh, it's it's that sort of claustrophobic combat, but the selling feature is that uh, a in addition to said claustrophobic combat, there's also and like a lot of quick rolling. Uh, there's also sort of a, a life simulator management aspect to it because you're literally building a cult, um, and it's just got a very sort of cutesy uh, art style, and it just I don't know it it looked like fun, although having said that. Um, I couldn't really get into it.
0: And edgy cutesy, pa-
1: yeah, Definitely. edgy cutesy. Yes, and uh, like I mean, and you like, and there's poop everywhere, and you sacrifice things to Eldritch horrors. So, you know, all of As that. As you do,
0: yeah. Um, okay, so that's one. So what's the other so one? That was
1: one, and the other one was, uh, one that I'm 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 certain that Simon you will love if you haven't already played, which is. Um, plate up, which is a cooking simulator.
0: Plate. You know what? I I saw it because, uh, of course, you're right. That's a genre that I'm I'm in frequently, um, but I haven't pulled the trigger on that specific one. So, this will be great to hear if it's if it's worth it.
1: So it is it is designed for multiplayer. I obviously only played the single player because I don't have any friends. Um, but the. Um, I, I thought it was a it was a really neat experience. Uh, it it just it's basically another one of the many things like Cooking Mama and uh, whatever. What's Overcooked? That's the other one. Um, so I I thought it was good. It was it it does the job well. It's got a really nice aesthetic. Uh, it does a couple of things that I don't know if the other ones do, where you like have to like clean up messes uh, as part of it, and it's got a, a strange sort of upgrade mechanic because unlike those ones, this is built as a roguelike. There it is. I know. <laughs> um, you've, got, you've got such a type. <laughs> I do. But it's like, it. it's designed to run through and try and get as far as you can with one restaurant. And then you give up and, and start with the next one. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know. It was really interesting. Uh, I thought it was, I, I got Like, I'm just not very good at those games. So um, I was at the point where I I got quite frustrated with it, but I'd be definitely willing to try it with somebody else and also try it with, um, like, I'd have to try the full game because, as I said, I only played the demo, and the demo, the only thing you're allowed to cook is steak so Mm. uh, and the various attachments that go with it, so you can't sort of expand. I've heard um, from people who play it that the pizza one is a lot of fun. Uh, but I would have to uh, try it out to be sure. But I think I, I, de- I definitely think Simon, you would enjoy it.
0: Uh, it sounds like it might be the uh, the next go to when it's on on sale type of game. I was actually like, like in that kind of vein. I was kind of revisiting it because we got a uh, a, a friend group, so to speak, that semi regularly meets occasionally. But it's like, man, I can I love it, but I can only play so much. Overcooked, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of hit my saturation point. So I was thinking of other stuff, and that made me actually think of uh, that that spaceship simulator, Artemis. Oh, man, I
1: remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah,
0: so uh, that was kind of interesting. And that's got, like, not necessarily a spiritual sequel, but something kind of in the same line. But it's that uh, Pulsar. um, It's called Pulsar. I realize. Now that I'm saying it, Lost Colony, that clearly neither of you guys have heard of it. But it's... uh, yeah similar thing you did so in first person so i'm losing me gonna lose little points for me but you have to team up you get to be the crew of a starship with your friends And then i think in this one you can actually like do a little bit more you can actually like land on planets and do more stuff but it's similarly got uh, good reviews on steam and it sounds like it's a good multiplayer thing so that's cool hey that's something another thing when it drops on sale we can pull the trigger on matt have you been playing it the- well hold on Shut the fuck up, Simon. Mm-hmm. What? How's how's God of War and Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I how's I have homework? been playing some more Star Wars, the, so the the homework is getting uh, completed at not like a blazing pace or anything, but uh, but yeah, I've still I've still been plugging away at uh, Jedi Fallen Order, um, and yeah, I think my my early impressions are now just my actual impressions uh, of the game so far. The combat is really fun. The characters are great. The story's really interesting. Um, I'm really liking the characters a lot more than I thought I would actually. I, I remember when it first came out, I wasn't like overly impressed by Cal or anything. I don't know. I just wasn't down for like ginger Jedi or whatever it was. I was just like, ah, I don't know, it doesn't seem that cool, but like he's a really, co- he's a really interesting character and the side characters are great. Um, yeah, I'm still not, super sold on the like open world traversal. I don't think I really needed that from Star Wars. Um but like, you know, it it hasn't been bad. It's just not really, you know, I wasn't I wasn't hungry for that kind of gameplay. Um but uh but yeah, still still having a really good time with that. And uh I've also I don't know if you guys do this, but like with sports games where just like for like one week out of the year, you'll just get super into a sport that like you normally don't give a shit about.
1: Yes. I have absolutely done mm-hmm. yeah. that. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I uh I stumbled across some really good baseball YouTube channels. And so they that got me to reinstall MLB The Show 21. Uh and I've been I've been playing through that. I I discovered that you can they have um like a user created vault of like uh like logos and uniform patches and all that kind of stuff that people oh, have made cool. themselves. So I, so I went in and what, cause I've tried to create my own team before and actually making though, there it's not like NHL where there's like preset logos. You have to fully like ground up design your own, which is well beyond my skill. Um, and so I just never bothered, but yeah, then I discovered you like people can just upload them and then you can search for them and download things. So I fully recreated like, one to one, the Winnipeg Gold Eyes, and so I've started a franchise mode with the yes! Gold Eyes. Yes, excellent. Um, I also I also <laughs> recreated the the Montreal Expos, um, at a boy, and uh, so I just stuck Trumbling them in as stadium a computer controlled. Oh yeah, <laughs> well yes, actually because they replaced the uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays at the Trop. Um, <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I, I've been doing that, and it's pretty good there's it's like the road to the show in that is still a lot of fun i still find with that game for some reason there's like it feels very contained and a bit sterile um but like hey if you want to play baseball the gameplay is is really good um so yeah i don't know how much longer i'll be doing that you know i'll probably swing over to my madden kick I'll I'll go to a Bombers game, and then I'll want to play Madden, and then I'll do that for a week, and then I'll get over it and go back to doing whatever. But for right now, it's been pretty fun.
0: Well, Matt, you know what we're going to say. We're going to let you finish. We're going to be very Mm -hmm. happy that you're playing the show, but Super Mega Baseball is uh, potentially (laughs) uh, the the greatest baseball game of all time, y'all. It's phenomenal. So if this kick lasts a little longer than you expect, it might be worth, or even just like throw it on your wish list, or on whatever. It's even on Switch, and like the graphics are rough, uh, but the game runs flawlessly on Switch. If you want to try it on the go, and it's it's worth your time. Uh, trust us. Yeah, on that I've one. heard there. There's a few like
2: smaller time baseball video games that are apparently like really good. I don't know what it is about baseball in particular that like almost no other sport seems to have those. But yeah, there's like, there's a handful of, of baseball games that are all apparently really good that I've been meaning to try out for a long time, but I, I'm not that big enough of a baseball fan to give
0: them all a go. No, I I think it's, I think baseball is probably the easiest sport game to, to code, um, like to, to build where you can give full functionality to all players. Like it's, if you have like basketball or soccer or hockey, of course, uh, Like you need to be able to have a wide range of movements that your player can do because, of course, you know humans can do all sorts of nutty shit. But in baseball, like no one like takes the bat like vertical and hits like a fucking sword or something like that. Like you swing the bat and you have to aim the bat, but you swing the bat. That's all you do when you throw a pitch. Mm -hmm. You have your pitches, you aim, you throw the pitch. When you're in the field, you catch and you throw it. So it's just because every role is so like distinct and there's no overlap with the other roles. And it's just like when this player gets it. So I I would believe that it's it just simply has to be the easiest one to do, which is partly why we see a ton of them, and it's also, as Adam knows, um, quite conducive to, for lack of a better word, analytics, right? Because it's that all that's oh yeah it's It's, it's, data driven easily
2: the best sports game for like numbers and stats
0: nerds. Yeah, and that makes it easy, I think, to program because then you yeah. could thats just a lot of data that you can have in there. But it's like in hockey, we just like we know that offensive awareness matters, but like, <laughs> what does it really do? Who knows? You know? Who's to say? Anyway, that's actually a pretty good segue into what I've been doing because—and uh, now I'm forgetting what you said that reminded me of it. Oh, it was uh, susceptible to influence, essentially. So you know, I forget what you said that made you watch the. Uh, the baseball game or if you went to a gold eyes game or something but the gold eyes i, a I found a couple real good uh baseball youtube channels there you go yeah see that'll uh the classic that, that'll do it um i watched a video by the youtube channel game makers toolkit on the nemesis system and that made me want to return to middle earth shadow of war which nice was good for a couple reasons like i you know Adam and I had it on the PS4, I think, and neither of us finished it because we got it like at the very beginning when it was like loot box hell. And also, I remember distinctly you talking about, you know, like the final act of it, so to speak, was just like non uh fortress missions, and that it just kind of like wears on you. And it was the kind of thing I was even I was I was telling my girlfriend about it, but it's weird. Like you brought up that you didn't necessarily want Star Wars to be like your bread and butter. I like. Or not Star Wars, uh, Open Worlds to be Star Wars' bread and butter. I can, like, vividly mm-hmm. remember literally about half my life now. As soon as Open Worlds became a thing, like, I was immediately glued to it. I was like, okay. Yes. <laughs> this is the thing that I like. I'm sure Adam knows it, too. Like, if it's got a sandbox, it immediately goes up, like, three points in my brain. Like, I, to this day, I'm confident that if I plugged in Spider-Man 2 on the GameCube, I could still take you to the donut shop that you're able to go inside. I'm convinced. Like, that's just oh, it's God, a core that memory. Me back. Yeah. Yeah, like you pick up the guy who's falling off the crane and I would always take the construction worker to the donut shop. It just seemed right. Uh so yeah, I was just immediately a sucker for all those kind of things. But like now it's twisted where that was when I was, you know, anywhere between, let's say thirteen and twenty five, that beautiful twelve year span where I had plenty of free time, especially in the summer. And uh Matt, I don't know if you're quite the degenerate than Adam and I are, but there were plenty of days, you know, you're 14 years old. Who gives a shit about friends? Or if you have friends, you can play with them online or something like that. So you you wake up at noon, you have a little bit of breakfast at 1 p.m., you turn on the PlayStation, and you're there until 3 or 4 a.m. And you, like, get up to take a piss or do a chore oh, or something. Oh, many a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that was just a big thing. But that's – some of the open world games are kind of, like, designed that that's the only way you can feasibly finish it. I remember – and, you know, this is only four years ago, but I was chatting with a cousin of ours who has kids and uh, I was talking about Red Dead and he was like, I would love to play Red Dead. I will literally never finish it. Like, I, he's like, I have like an hour of game time a night, maybe. That's it. So if I pick up a game that's like this is a really slow paced, long thing, I'll never get anywhere. So that's where he had to turn to. He actually introduced me to Overwatch in that instance. But it's like it, it fucking happened to me. I remember, like, thinking about people, because there was that stat that, like, only, I don't know the exact number because, you know, 85% of percentages are made up. But it was a small number. Like, I think around 15 20% of people who buy games finish those games. Yeah. And it's got to be even less because of Steam sales and stuff like that. But I was like, how are you, like, buying games and not finishing them? Like, finish the thing that you bought. And now that i'm an adult i'm like i get it i got other shit to do (laughs) or i lose interest in the thing yeah like matt was talking about or just like i got into something because i watched something and i'm you know full of the interest for it and then that bug moves on you can just kind of feel it die out you're like i'm good i'm ready to stop now
2: yeah it's a big difference even in even if the actual like hours put into the game are the same if you have the time to go through an entire game in like two weeks very different than going through something over like three months you know something else is going to catch your interest even if you're really enjoying the first thing uh yeah when you don't have that much time to put into it it's it's tough actually to to get all the way through sometimes it's just a long time to be focused on one thing
0: it is and then the problem that you run into with a lot of games like shadow of war included is that when you leave like it you know you have it's like a chart of like difficulty, right? You have the difficulty spike, and you're like keeping up with it when you're playing it at the time, and then you put it down for two, three months, a year, two years, whatever, and then you pick it up because you're like, oh, I should probably finish that. You don't remember the controls. The difficulty's way too hard for you, so you could like drop the difficulty to the lowest one. A lot of games now have difficulty, but that's not always the case. Like one of the games that I got that I've played and enjoyed twice, but still never finished even though I was very determined, was that Metal Gear Solid uh, 5, the Phantom Pain. It's just so fucking long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I was really determined this last time that I was going to be able to finish it. Couldn't do it. And now I know if I pick it up, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to just get fucked up because I don't have the skills. I'm I'm out of practice. I'm rusty. But that's where, here's where the hot take comes in. I don't think it's actually that hot, but I'm still going to say it like it's hot. That's where mods and cheats come in, lad. (laughs) (laughs) Never feel guilty about cheating in a single player game. I maintain this. So I remember I did it in Metal Gear Solid to try and speed things up. I'm doing it in Shadow of War and I'm going to tell you it is straight up a better experience. I'm not turning on God mode or anything like that. But there's a a website slash program that you can get. um, Obviously not a sponsor or anything like that. It's called Wii Mod. Um, And you can download it. They don't have every game known to mankind. But they have a lot of games. So it connects to your Steam you boot it up, and then you hit a button, and you get whatever it is. So when I'm playing Shadow of War, you guys might have to, like, you know, put your brain back. Remember, the currency's there. So I just keep up. I have a full might meter. That's the thing that lets you do executions, like the instant kills and grunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just have that at full all the time. Fuck it. I have unlimited arrows, and I have unlimited focus, which lets me slow down time with the arrows. And, like, so I can still get hit if I'm sloppy and I don't counter or I don't block or I don't rush or whatever. I can still die. But in my, like, head cannon... This is just the power of the ring, because in that game you have a ring. This is just the power of the ring, like being amplified to 11. <laughs> That's how I've justified. Honestly, my those
2: particular mods don't even sound like they would change the gameplay all that much, because honestly, like when you get into some of the bigger um, like crowd battles and stuff like that, you essentially just spam counter until you up your gauge enough so that you can execute people, because there's just way too many guys to oh, yeah. actually fight any other yeah. way
0: exactly 100%. yeah it just it's 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 purely speeding things up and i mean the nemesis system is so good it's like remarkable the problem with that game is you have to play like somewhere between four and eight hours to get to it because you have to go through the entire first act before you can start controlling people which is way too long i understand they want to do that for the air quotes story but yeah, that but was the first
1: act is terrible
0: yeah, that was real painful to get through because that's all I want to do. And, like, since then, I think I've played probably, like, 14, 15 hours at this point. I've probably done, like, one story mission since then. But, like, you get to open up, you get to go to all the regions. And so it's like, go here, control this guy, get him to do this, do it. So I'm just having a lot of fun. Like, that part, the creating the stories, the taking over the areas, the war, that is all phenomenal. And it's a real um, pity. There's two pities. Uh, first of all, that WB patented it so that no other company can... Uh, can do it the closest thing like in one of the recent assassins games they had like a mercenary system which was ever so close um but the second thing is like they have that system that game came out in like 2017 um guys throw it in something else like you've got it it's so good it's good enough that it can elevate a game by itself you can't think of any other game to throw that in like, I, I mean, the, the next WB game that I can think of that's coming out would be, like, um, Gotham Knights. But I assume if the Nemesis system was going to be in there, we would have heard about it. Yeah. And, like, we haven't heard about any new Lord of the Rings game, So it's going to be, like, genuinely one of the all-time great game mechanics as far as I'm concerned. It's brilliant, and it's so well done. There's so many voice lines. It's so different. It's, it's so creative and wonderful. And it's going to be trapped in these two games, because they patented it and they're not using it, that's the yeah. disappointment.
2: And, and they kind of finished off the story, so it's not even like they can. I mean, I know you could you could just pick another time, uh, another another uh, another time in the like Lord of the Rings story, but like they sort of finished up the story, so it's not like there's a natural, you know, lead in for, you know, for the the third one at so this point. Because that system is freaking amazing, really. Like the because everyone has a very different experience with it um you know like i can still remember the you know like the one random orc in a group that just happened to be the one to kill me in a big crowd fight and then he like worked his way all the way up and then we went back and forth killing each other constantly he came back to life like four times um you know and it's it's a really cool thing to see to see the guys come back but now they have some like different kind of abilities and stuff like the system is amazing and it's really too bad you're right that it hasn't been featured in anything else
0: yeah like i had a case where and for the most part again because i'm you know cheating to speed things up i'm not dying cuz i i would have to get real sloppy to actually die cuz like once you get pretty powerful there's a lot of game mechanics that work in your favor which again i'm fine with because it's just the game is a slog so I'm, I'm totally it's a single player game so i'm totally fine powering myself up so i could just move through it quicker uh but one of the few times that i actually did die it was a random grunt not even like another captain just like a grunt that killed me i think it might have been like an orc slave like there's there's the grunts who have armor and weapons and then there's like grunts who just run around like lifting stuff i think it was one of them that killed me particularly embarrassing and he broke my sword So he got, like, the sword breaker trait. That was his name when he became a captain. But then I went and and recruited him and, like, got my sword back because that's how that worked. And then I didn't even pay attention to it. But because he had good traits, I ended up making him the overlord of that area when I took over. (laughs) And, uh, And then I got an achievement for that, taking, like, a grunt to an overlord. So I was like, oh, shit. Didn't even notice that. But, like, that kind of stuff is... It's it's so cool. It's, it's, it's a beautiful game mechanic to return to. Speaking of uh, game mechanics to return to, um, this is your brief update, because so I don't want to talk too long about it, but I did finish Mass Effect, finished the, uh, the, the DLC and everything, and uh, finished the happy ending mod, and it didn't change as much as I thought. I would still encourage if anyone is playing Mass Effect on PC, which is not anyone in this call, or maybe anyone out there, but who knows. But it's still definitely worth doing. So it... There are a couple things that impressed me. They really, um, they didn't change the fundamentals of the, of the take back earth thing, even though they said they were going to fix it a bit. I didn't notice any differences, but I was one of the people who like, didn't have too much of a problem with it in, in the first place. I didn't mind the It th- could have been better, but I didn't mind it. But they were definitely like a lot more, like it wasn't just humans on earth, which I really appreciate. Like when you're walking around, there's like, you can see a running through and they put which you never actually see in the real game. They put Elcor in the game. Like you don't actually see them in combat. But they, like, put Elcor running around with, like, giant guns on their backs. I'm like, damn, that's pretty cool. And, like, you're walking around. You see, like, the Quarian people talking to each other. There's a few Gath. There's some Salarian. So it's like, oh, this does feel like everybody is on Earth. It's not just the, the humans here. And then you go up. You still do the, the beam. You go up there. You talk to the elusive man. I mean, uh, oh, whatever. That's technically the final boss. They took out the famous Marauder Shields. Marauder Shields is nowhere to be seen. He's been relieved of duty. I don't know if that's a reference that you guys get, but if not, I'm happy that you've had less trauma with that game than me. Uh, <laughs> and then you, the elusive man dies and you kill him or he suicides. And then you have a conversation with Anderson, which actually, uh, that was what stunned me. I think I messaged you guys about it. It's like fully voice acted and recorded. They got, you know, the Shepherds and... Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? He was just in Nope. Fuck. Did we talk about Nope too, by the way? Oh my God. I didn't read that no, we haven't. Us. I haven't seen it yet. Damn, you guys got to see Nope because like nope. everyone who sees that movie seems to have a different opinion on it. And I'm one of those people. I actually didn't love it and I listened to one of my favorite podcasts and it said it was going to be full of hot takes and I was worried they're going to be like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. I'm like, no. Because I want to love movies. And they were like, I don't know about this movie. I'm like, oh, thank God. It's not just me. But, like, it, it goes in a bold direction. But I, I, unlike Stranger Things, definitely can't spoil that one. Um, but anyway, so I'm blank on his name, so I'm embarrassed by that. But Keith David. That's it. Keith David. Fully voice yes. acted. They talk about uh, settling down and having kids. And so Henderson's like, yeah, that's way too far for me. And then Shepard's like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll consider it. Like, who knows? But it's just a longer version of the conversation they have there. And it was really nice. I don't know why they cut it. And then Shepard crawls to the console and uh goes up the beam and that's it the crucible activates the reapers are killed the normandy escapes and then they cut to the scene at the very end like if you had enough uh, war assets i assume it's going to happen all the time in the happy ending mod where uh you know it pans up to see shepherd's corpse lying there and then it takes a breath yeah But they just added in a bunch of, like, dialogue from different missions, I'm sure, of, like, all the squad mates, like, saying, Shepard! Shepard! So, like, they're looking for you? Yeah. And then they find you, and then you breathe, and then the final scene of the funeral for Shepard is, in this case, uh, Shepard putting up uh, Admiral Anderson's name on the board, and then that's how the game ends. So, like, okay. I can dig it. Yeah. Like, it fixed a lot of stuff just by kind of taking out a lot of stuff. It's still not necessarily the ending I would have preferred, but I respect, I respect the hell out of them for doing that. Anyway, that's probably I've talked too long about Mass Effect. Shit. <laughs> all right, so there's a couple of things like we're gonna have to move, I guess, fairly quick. I had a backup topic. Sure, fucking won't need that. <laughs> uh, so, Matt and Matt, you and I have both seen Stranger Things. We Stranger have Stranger Things, all of it, season four. I'd only seen season one, part of season two before. I've talked for too long, so again, we won't go into super detail. It's kind of been passed, and also Adam hasn't seen it, so this is going to be a spoiler-free Stranger Things review, but what did you think? I mean, I don't think we've talked about it since season one, so like, the other three seasons, but mostly season four of Stranger Things.
2: Well, uh, season four is real good, I think. Um, I I don't think that's, like, a new opinion or anything. Everyone seems to be uh, super enamored with it, but but yeah, I, I I think this is the best season since the first one. I think the the first season was like more or less a perfect version of what it was trying to be. Season two was all right. Season three was good, but still not as good as season one. And I think season four, when it's when it's doing what it does well, I think is the best the show's ever been. It has it has a few storylines that. I think drag a little bit and just seem kind of out of place by the end. Um, But yeah, what season four does well, it does extremely well. Um, Yeah. Vecna is easily the best villain that the show has ever had. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's uh, like every, everything to do with him. I loved. Um, I've, I found like, especially in the second half of the season, more or less any time, that we switched to one of the other storylines. I was just kind of annoyed that we weren't back dealing with Vecna.
1: Um, (laughs) I love it when that happens.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So what? Get get me out of
1: here. Back to the other thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, no, okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. These guys are fine, but let's get back to what I want to see. And, and not all the other storylines were bad. I think, um, I think 11 storyline was good. There were times when I sort of, uh, forgot and was confused by the um, specifics of where and when things were happening with her story, um, but I think it it ended up being really interesting and I, I loved the sort of the climax of her story. Um, Mike and Will and them could not have given less of a shit. Uh, <laughs> the, there's a few moments where. Um, you know near in the last couple episodes where they'll have some big dramatic heartfelt emotional moment with Mike and I'm just sitting there being like why why are we doing this with Mike and then I remind myself it's like oh right he's supposed to be the main character (laughs) yeah yeah I don't really care uh (laughs) I mean you know Mike's fine I don't dislike him or anything but he's easily the least interesting character this season and he's supposed to be the main character um which is maybe not the best thing for the show however um the other characters are great like this my my favorite characters this season gotta be max and steve and eddie um and if you know what if the guy who's supposedly your main character doesn't really do anything and it's just sort of off to the side but everyone else uh gets to like kick some serious ass and their stories are amazing I'm fine with 10 minutes, uh, you know, an episode of this little side thing that's supposed (laughs) to be the main thing. Um, So yeah, I, this, this has the best scene for me. Uh, Max's running scene. If you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's for me is the best scene that the show has done by a mile. Um, But yeah, I think I, I did not give a shit at all when season four came out um i didn't watch it right away you know i enjoyed season three fine but i wasn't interested at all in watching it anymore and i only kind of got around to it once everyone was like hey this is actually really good so i'm like all right well fine i'll watch it and then i watched it and i was like you know what they were all correct (laughs) uh and now i'm really excited to see
1: uh, what what season five is going to be sometimes even the majority can be totally totally right
0: Yeah. I I pretty much agree with everything you just said. I actually I think I prefer it to season one. Like season one was like good, but it didn't grab me like it grabbed a lot of other people. I was like, Okay, like I'm 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 picking up on this. And then season two I kind of fizzled out, but I, you know, watched it to get through it and it was okay. Season three was a similar thing. It was like, you know, pretty good, but nothing mind blowing. But I was like frequently glued to season four and like the final few episodes are like like two of them are 90 minutes and one of them was like two hours and 20 minutes so they basically have three back-to-back movies in a row and it works like we we talked i think with the marvel shows like frequently the second to last episode or even the last episode will actually be shorter than you think it is and uh i thought this was like okay so they knew that we wanted to have time with these characters a lot of it was just hanging out because they've endeared you to the character so much and i thought that it it worked again i agree that probably my least favorite are uh, Mike and Will I really just I don't care and I think Will in particular they've got I think a problem where his character um, personality wise is still very childish but the actor just looks way too mature and I think it's like borderline uncanny valley type thing going on yeah it's it's always
2: the risk with uh, like you know casting a bunch of people when they're 12 and now having them play the same characters when they're all like 20
0: Yeah, yeah. Supposedly,
2: uh, there's a time skip before the next season to address that because that had sort of been a a recurring issue.
0: Well, yeah, you'd think, but um, yeah, just a lot. I I thought the other characters, like, I think that the guy who plays uh, Dustin, what's his game? Is Gayton? I think is his name. I think Monterazzo. I I know that. I know that Millie Bobby Brown is one who's like getting more work. I think he's like by quite a divide the best actor of the super young kids, like a couple of the teenage kids. Are pretty good actors the guy who plays steve is obviously uh really good and so is um well eddie i mean joseph quinn i knew his name before i would seen the show because like it just, everyone oh, was yeah, fucking talking fantastic. about this guy yeah he crushed yeah. it so he's gonna do well yeah. in the future I'll,
2: I'll also throw um sadie sink in into that mix who plays max she's great too
0: max is great and that has, has a lot good, to do this season definitely definitely and i think uh, maya hawk this is pun intended to kind of a coming out party for her as an actor because obviously she's got She's the daughter of uh, Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. I don't think this is the first role that she's had, um, but this is gonna help. This is gonna help her career in a big, bad way. I mean, let's be honest, Hollywood nepotism. She's already in a pretty good spot, but I think if you have that pedigree and then you have a real uh, soul listing behind you, I think you're in a good shape. I, I agree. Everything about you said yeah, that you said. It. Vecna is remarkable. It's good to have a villain that they can kind of like chat to, and it's not just like the cosmic horror thing worked, but it is good to have like an antagonist in a more traditional way
2: yeah like the monsters they've had before have been cool monsters but like they're scary for the characters and there there can still be a lot of tension there because I'm worried about what will happen to the characters but I'm not scared of the monster I'm scared of Vecna like he is he is properly scary easily the scariest thing I've ever had on the show
0: agreed yeah and he's like and the actor who plays him is doing a great job too but i also think that like especially because i basically binged seasons two three and four what i was really impressed with the show maybe most of all was that just like every show they have to keep adding characters every season and some shows very quickly it becomes too much It's just like really like we have to have this character now like i don't really yeah exactly but i don't really give a shit about them i think it like, maybe even a little bit happened with the boys. Like, when they announced that Ryan's actor is going to be a main character the next season, I'm like, oh, great. I don't know that I needed more of him. But, like, it just happens pretty frequently with shows where they don't always work out. I thought yeah. this show, like, you have the core group of, of lads and then a couple teenagers, and they're all so good. And then the few that they pick up in season two, like Max and her brother Billy. I thought that the guy who played Billy was also a fantastic actor. Shame that he, um, whatever happened to him. Yeah, that that,
2: that character could have been a disaster and he really made it work.
0: Yeah, he rolled the line absolutely perfectly. Uh, And then, of course, you pick up some more in in season three and like uh, Robin, I believe her name is. And and that's when Mm -hmm. Lucas's sister becomes more of a main character and she kind of fits in pretty well. A little bit annoying at first, but that was the point. And then obviously season four, you've got Eddie would be the big addition. And I think that they all fit in Totally seamlessly. What's his name? uh The stoner dude in season four. He's got a weird name, like not Argyle. Clyde. Argyle. That's the one. I think yeah. he was the most jarring addition. But the dude plays the character with such like carefree Cheech and Chong ass stoner. I don't give a fuck. That it's like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. really fit with the rest of the things going on. But he seems to be just doing his own thing. Yeah, and I'm kind like, of like I okay definitely
2: don't need him there. But he's so enjoyable when he is there that I really don't mind.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So it, it's it's working out in that way. So I was completely glued to the last couple seasons. I am now excited for what's coming next, which I, I wasn't before. And uh, I mean, the thing that got me into season four was also my favorite scene. It was the Master of Puppets scene. It's what blew up on the Internet. So uh, no surprise that that was what really had me going for it. But I did think when I finally got there that it was like it was too short. Like I expected more of it. Master of Puppets is an eight minute song. They do like a two and a half minute version of it. And maybe that's just the metal head in me. That oh I'm yeah, like, I yeah. Really the scene is great, but
2: I kind of thought the same thing. If I if I didn't know, I'd be like, "Oh man, this scene is sick." But when I've been hearing about it for like a month, and then you get to it, you're like, "Oh yeah, that was cool."
0: Yeah, like it's a metal scene for very specifically, good use of the music, but but it's specifically I would say for non-metal heads because they know that like the average person who's not into that kind of stuff really probably only has about two and a half minutes of it before they get exhausted or tired or it seems repetitive or whatever it is like they just can't maintain that energy or something like that so it was like this is a remarkable scene for people who aren't into that kind of stuff uh kind of like uh, in a weird way um remember whiplash the drum movie that yeah. like everyone yeah. who's not like a professional musician is like this is the greatest music movie of all time and then actual professional musicians are like there's so much wrong with this movie I can't even start. <laughs> it's kind of the same if, thing you, you can almost watch it as
2: a comedy. Yeah, if, if you're if not in the zone. Music is
0: your thing. Exactly, exactly. So if you're not in the zone, then you might enjoy that. But I still I mean, you get to have you know, metal coming back as like one of the great climax scenes in arguably the biggest show on TV right now. That's gonna I'm gonna be happy with yeah, that. Well, and
2: and they had like those yeah, those two just like absolute like blowout scenes where the music is such a huge part of it like those you cannot talk about those scenes without talking about the songs they're like they are what makes the scenes um and i i just love that so much like i don't give a crap about kate bush i'd never heard that song before it kind of blew up this year you never heard um, of running it like hill? yeah that's a good song wow. but i'm not
1: i had no either. i never heard it before oh wow i've um, heard like six million covers of it okay
2: i mean like i know it's you know it's a generally well-known song i just mm. haven't heard it before and it's you know it, it's a good song it's not like you know my my favorite song in the world or anything but like that song used in that scene is so effective and same thing with the Master of Puppets scene. It's just like it was It, it – they're very bold uses um, of songs. And as a musician, I I love that shit. It, both of those scenes were awesome. And I I can't imagine that we'll get something exactly like that in Season 5. But now I just really want to see more of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see where uh, – I mean, they, the music has been a fairly consistent thing that they've had pretty much the entire time i also thought like we neither of us talked about it there but like they've had to and in season three you really noticed and then it happened again in season four but they've had to split off the characters into these like groups right um so everyone's yeah there's just so many yeah i think they still did a pretty good job of making me care and like some side character like one of my probably top three characters in the show honestly is murray i think that dumb russian fuck is just hysterical and uh all the stuff going on there and it was kind of cool to see uh the Game of Thrones dude making an appearance as another Russian guy. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was good. I, I So we didn't even talk about the adult storyline, but I think, I mean, they're just, they're cooking. They're doing great. So, uh, but yeah, I, similar to you, or I guess neither of us knew the Kate Bush song. Congratulations to Adam for knowing it. He's, uh, has a, well, you're oldest, right? So you have an advantage. You're the <laughs> only one who lived through the 80s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> technically, yes. I did live uh, Technically, some of it's, the 80s.
0: it's still true, so that's your excuse. Uh, but I had like, one of the things that the first time I realized that it was Master of Puppets was in there was a friend of mine posted it on her Snapchat. And she was like, oh, man, this song is so good. I'm like, you didn't know Master of Puppets? She's like, she didn't. And So the first thing that happens is is awe that how could you not know that? And the second thing is just like, well, welcome. I think the metal community is a very welcoming community. It's so niche that we need to. We can't afford to turn people away. Especially now. <laughs> we are all welcome in this beautiful community beautiful community that is rock and roll anyway uh okay so i had a couple other topics but i don't feel the need to talk about them matt we got the new game of thrones show coming out what's it called house of dragons right mm-hmm.
2: house of the dragon
0: house of the dragon so that's coming out soon if it's not on already i'm sure we'll do a dedicated episode on that maybe we'll do like a, a a quickie episode sometime without adam just so adam doesn't have to deal with it actually in fact that's probably what we should do that might help our algorithm if i you know call it house of dragons episode one review um but she hulk came out yesterday i haven't watched it yet and we'll get further opinions on it when the when we actually watch the show um but one thing i did want to get an opinion from you guys particularly before we watch it has anyone seen the first episode just cover my ass i didn't know no no perfect so the thing that a lot of people have beef with i don't think we've talked about this on air yet is that Like, in the the clip they released, like, the first clip of the show, I think, and the Hulk is doing, like, yoga with She-Hulk, and, uh, like, he's he's calm, and he's doing other things, so Bruce has clearly still got his uh, Professor Hulk thing going on, and I've seen just a lot of people, like, in YouTube comments and on Twitter and stuff like that complain, it's like, oh, man, he's supposed to be, like, this big rage monster, and here he is, like, being stupid, look how weak they made him, he's doing yoga, and, like... I can't think of an opinion that I disagree with more. I mean, I, I guess that me liking Professor Hulk in Endgame isn't the most popular opinion. I've seen a lot of people who don't like it. But to me, that's called growth. Exactly the type of growth that we don't see from Thor. Am, am I crazy? Like, I, sure he's doing this. He, he had a few movies where he was like a big green rage monster. It came to a head. And now he's something different. I don't want him to see just the same one note from him. The entire time so like yeah i'm very happy with this direction that he's going the hulk's doing yoga he's coming sure it's different my main problem with thor was that he just keeps reverting it's the same thing that he, he's learned the same lessons he was in his first movie the hulk is a clear progression and i'm very satisfied with that but i'm wondering if that's an opinion that's shared or if you guys want to see purely hulk smash that, that
2: never even came up to me as A potential issue Uh, like like bruce banner has a lot of character and a lot of depth but the hulk doesn't really and so it's like yeah you can't you know it would be like someone just having a dog for like eight movies and it's like oh yeah the dog's cool we like the dog is it gonna do anything different or is it just gonna walk around beside us you know it's like Mm. Yeah, you you can't just have someone doing the exact same thing for, I don't know how many things he's been in now, but, like, a bunch. It's like, you have to do something different at at some point. And, you know, there's not a whole lot that the Hulk can do just being a hulking green rage monster. So, it's like, yeah, I don't know. So, i do something else. I don't want to see, like, if I want to watch that, I can go back and watch the first Avengers. We've already seen it.
1: Yes. That was as good as that's going to get. Like... In terms of, of pure Rage Monster Hulk, and I think like yeah. I, I don't know that I was super on board with the Professor Hulk angle, but that might also be that I just thought Endgame was a disappointment on essentially every possible level. Um, but uh, I yeah no I I don't I don't think I agree with you. I think we've done what we can do with Rage Monster Hulk, and you want to go somewhere different, and you didn't like. You kind of already did Planet Hulk in Thor Ragnarok, so you can't do that again. Uh, so, like, it, fine. This is as good a an
0: angle as any. And, like, the, the thing, too, that they need to... I mean, it, this is kind of like inside baseball a little bit, but if you look at the original group, so it sounds like Jeremy Renner is more or less stepping down from Hawkeye. Okay. Like, We have a new Hawkeye. He might make some appearances because he's not dead, but he's... Clearly gone to retire with his family, and that's okay. Scarlett Johansson's character is dead. Yeah. Tony Stark is dead. Yeah. Uh, Steve Rogers is dead. Whether we see those guys come back at some point in some like, but that would have to be like a, they would need a really big, significant reason for those to come back in like some sort of cameo in Secret Wars or something like that. Not totally sure, and I'm okay if they don't for a very long time. Like if they came back like old, like almost like yeah. uh, Michael Keaton was doing when he can return as Batman in the Batgirl movie that got canceled. Ooh. Whoops. Um. Like, I would be okay with something like that, but, and, you know, Thor now has a kid, and he's off-world, so he's probably not going to be on Earth, and most of our movies are set on Earth. And uh, what other, like, primary Avengers am I missing? I think I got all of them, right? Uh, yes, I believe you did. And then yeah. you have Mark Ruffalo, who is, I mean, the Hulk is, is, a, is a fit character, but... He doesn't need to be in superhuman shape to play Bruce Banner or to mocap the Hulk, so it's not too hard on him. He seems to be into it. Uh, it's clearly a little bit of a you know decent moneymaker for him. And he had a quote recently where like, I think it was a Damien Chazelle. He's done a number of things. Most recently was The Watchman Show. Uh, Linzel, I think it was. Chazelle is the... is uh, <laughs> the whiplash well, it's, guy. It's the whiplash guy, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> um, I, now I'm worried if I have his first name right. It might be just Damon, but whatever. Not the point. Point is, so he basically said that the Marvel movies are kind of like all the same, which is a little bit formulaic. And then um, Mark Ruffalo came out and was like, no, like you watch it and you get a different thing every time. Like, you know, Thor was a comedy and this is a drama. Or, I mean, that that argument sometimes works. But when your most recent movies were Thor, Love and Thunder and uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange 2, you cannot watch those two movies and be like, they're very similar. Like totally <laughs> the same. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. So I understand what he's saying, but Mark Ruffalo went out and said, "Yeah, no, like Marvel's always different." So he had really nice things to say about Marvel, but then he said that Star Wars is always the same, which maybe the Disney execs were like, "Mark, stop. Hey, nope, don't, (laughs) yeah, don't say that." Although it's true because, like, there's that classic George Lucas quote: "It's like poetry. It rhymes, you know, rhymes. It repeats, and they are intentionally doing that." But all that to say, it sounds like Mark Ruffalo is very down to keep doing that. So if if Hulk becomes sort of the merlin archetype and is the one that they keep around and like maybe he's permanently damaged i'm sure we'll you know hear more about that in she hulk but if he doesn't do a lot of fighting he's just there to try to keep the gang together and be like the old guard i'm very pleased if that's where his character goes no issues whatsoever well, yeah. I guess and also not out. to
2: mention the like bullshit of like He's not strong anymore because he does yoga and he's like, chill. It's like, you that- can be chill and then also be strong. Yeah. They don't, they're not different things. Like the, the Hulk isn't less physically capable because he's like sitting on a beach. Yeah. Talking no, to somebody.
1: He gets stronger, the angrier he gets. But the baseline strong is still pretty freaking strong. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And it feels like a natural progression of his character because that's sort of always like from the beginning, like at the, when we first saw him, he like struggled to control the Hulk. You know, yeah, I mean, it's his favorite line, his famous line. I'm always angry. Right. He's yeah. been working to control the Hulk. He's been, you know, afraid that the Hulk is going to hurt people. So he went off on his own like he's done all this stuff trying to basically get to this point. This feels like a very natural direction for the character it's what he's been doing since the first movie it's not even really a change it's just we're still on the same path as we've always been
0: well the stuff you brought up was from avengers but like even in his solo movie that was like the plot of the movie was him trying to to keep it down like he had the watch that kept his thing and he was like doing the meditation remember like edward norton doing that like weird breathing exercises like constantly like that was a major plot point that he needs to be as calm as possible uh which was like you know fine for that movie and maybe that movie needs to get pre-qualified and like a little more respected over time but yeah totally fine with it which is unfortunate for this conversation that we all agree but in the interest of uh keeping this moving are you guys ready to move into oh shit we didn't even fucking talk about the pokemon trailer Oh no! All right, Adam. I'm okay. sorry. We got to do it real quick. <laughs> well, we got to do it real fast because yeah, because I, I had I had trivia for you guys. So well, uh, okay. Short okay. Short version, to be Pokemon fair, trailer, real good. Let's move on. We can't we uh, we can't do it quite that <laughs> short. We can't short trip the people like that. So, but th- the good news for you, Adam, is they didn't actually reveal that much. <laughs> so they confirmed it's a fully open world game. I don't know if you guys caught it, but another couple things that got confirmed were. Uh, you can do the gyms in any order. However, what we also know is that there will not be any level scaling. So if you, like, train hard and then go beat Gym 8, congratulations, you beat Gym 8. Now the rest of them are super easy, which is, like, oh, I kind of see why they're doing it. Because they want to have you, the ability to do, like, additional challenge. I'm hoping there's, like, a, maybe a little bit of level scaling. Because, um, like, if you just do it in the order and then you have, like, level 60 Pokemon and you walk up to the first gym and it has, like, a Geodude equivalent at level 8. That would be very disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but that's one of the things they revealed. The other big thing, I guess, was that you're going to an academy, so clearly they saw Fire Emblem Three Hoses, and they're like, yes. <laughs> Let's yes, do that. One. that. <laughs> Let's do that. There are even three like quests that you go on, right? That's not what they say. Like One's the treasure oh, yeah. hunt, one's the gym yeah. badge, and I think one's like a cooking quest, I think. Uh, so that's going on, but you, it sounds like you can also uh, play entirely online with your friends, and from the look of it, it looks like they can hop in their game. They can hop in your game. You can ride around the, the region. You can do everything you want You can do the raid battles, which have been updated. Uh, and you can do all that kind of stuff with other people, which is good. Um, and then I guess the other two things, and then I'll pass it to you guys to get your opinions quickly, is we know that you get – it sounds like you get your legendary Pokemon almost immediately because you ride on them to get around the region. They're your equivalent of the ride Pokemon. Um And even though whatever the ancient version of it is, I forget his name, um, he has wheels, but he still runs. I fucking hate that. (laughs) I hate that more than I hate the fact that they ride. I know.
2: (laughs) Like, I don't like them being used as ride Pokemon, but, like, why is his chest literally like a tractor tire and then he runs? Yeah. The other one doesn't run, and it looks less like a wheel. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't like the decision, but if you're gonna do it, just do it, you know?
0: Yeah, so there's been maybe we'll get into it next time, but there's been a common complaint that like this really devalues the legendary. And I'm still not sure where I think on that. I I you know, I've made fun of you for it, Matt, but I will take your classic opinion on it maybe. Well, I'll be okay with it if it's done well. (laughs) 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 But if it's not done well, I will absolutely hate you for trivializing a legendary, but I guess we'll have to see. And the last thing is I forget what's called, like terror effect. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, the new the, gimmick? Yeah, the new gimmick. I guess it's better than gigantic. Terralizing. Because that sucked. I uh, mean,
1: technically, uh, yes. It. it is technically better. It seems like it's... It literally looks like they went and this went, okay, Mega Evolution didn't quite work. Gigantimax didn't quite
0: work. What if we did both? What if we did... Well, they don't get bigger, at Adam. They just wear a hat That's true. They look like a crystal. Uh, yeah. They, they <laughs> wear a fucking hat. It's Pokemon with hats. Like, oh man! It man. would be
2: it would be one thing if they just had like you know the Snapchat filter like <laughs> diamond effect. Yeah. Oh my God. But like Evie has a fucking diamond ring on its head. Like why? It looks so bad. I think mechanically this might actually be interesting for battle, like changing types and things like that. It's like that.
1: Yeah, the there's notion room that, for that to be interesting. Yeah, the notion but, like, that you can catch, like it's another thing to catch, right? As opposed to catching one with a specific nature, you now want to catch one with a specific Terra type, mm-hmm. as they called it. Um, yeah.
2: But it's like, why do you have to make it look dumb? We had <laughs> the we had the like the floating poop for the Gigantamax Pokemon last time. Now we have yeah okay. diamond ring hats. It's like, why? You can do the thing without making it look so stupid. I,
0: I,
1: I'm, I'm unconvinced of
0: that, for the
1: record. I'm unconvinced, I'm unconvinced of,
0: of your original statement. I mean, I, maybe Pokemon Company believes it, where you said Mega Evolution didn't work. Disagree. I think. I mean, <laughs> oh, I the love longer it worked at the time, I think everyone was like, this is different. Maybe they're a little bit too much like Digimon, but, like, sure. Every generation that goes by, I think Mega Evolution has looked up on more and more fondly. Oh,
1: yes, 100%. No, that yeah. that was me quoting them. I think Mega Evolution was... Abs- like, they should have stopped there. That was the one. Like Just keep doing it. We didn't need Z-Crystals. Yeah. We didn't need Dynamaxing. We don't need this. You got it right. It was Mega Evolution. Just go back to that. Give me more. Yeah. I-
2: and I know they've said they want each generation to kind of have its own thing to so that it's something that's, like, unique to that generation. And I can appreciate that idea. But I feel like at this point now they just have to go out of their way each time to, to not do Mega stupid. Evolution because yeah. it's just so obviously the thing to do.
1: Yeah. Like, and yeah, if you like, wanted to expand on the Z-Move thing, uh, I'm okay with that. Like, that was, like, the idea of, you hold this item, it lets you do this move once. Okay, that's different.
0: Like, that's fine, but, the, like, the, everything that's... That was this visual design, is just stupid. I also liked that... I mean, maybe this is the unpopular opinion, but I like that Z-moves didn't change things up too much. Like, I know that it's exciting that you can catch Pokemon, but, like, I don't... Like, there's already gonna be a thousand of the fucking things. It's very I strange. don't want it to get to be just too much like then you kind of have choice paralysis where like if you go online you're gonna be running into someone like some 13 year old who is like me and it's the summer and they have eight hours a day and they're gonna come up with the best team and so basically it's just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing so i don't feel like getting smoked so i guess i'll just do the like the regular shit or like some i mean like z moves like occasionally people would use them but i think that more often than not pokemon didn't have them like you wouldn't run into too many people with six pokemon all with zid crystals yeah, they were true. still using other stuff, but yeah. Gigantamax is too good. You have to use it every time. This looks like it's going to be really valuable because you can really switch it up. So you're probably going to be seeing it every time too. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I, I'm so many glad boxes that they to know. check on
2: Showdown now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm many joking. boxes to check for Showdown. Yes.
0: They're just. They're
2: probably just like waiting like my hidden power type. My Terra type. I got. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I uh Yeah. I've been playing a lot of uh, of of Rand bats lately and. I have I hate Dynamax just so much, it's it's just it's so annoying. Because half the time I'll forget it's a thing, and then the opponent will do it, and I'm like, oh crap, I was gonna win this game, and now I have to think about this.
0: Yep. Way she goes. Okay, we'll leave it there because we want I want to get to the brief trivia. All right, uh, let's go with Adam. Pick a number between one and ten. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Either one of you, uh, don't be too competitive, so this is kind of a thing. But it occurred to me I was doing Pokemon trivia, but I really, there's 906 Pokemon so far. I don't need to come up with new things. Surely I could just ask you some stuff about those Pokemon because what true. are the odds that you know all of them? Virtually none. <laughs> virtually so today, none. the question will be, what generation is this? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got bad. a bunch of them. Okay. I'm so so the first Pokemon time. is Dedene. No Googling. Okay. If you need to know what the Pokemon is, you need to I'll tell I you. I am Googling what the generations are.
2: I believe that's <laughs> Gen 6.
0: <laughs> Matt? It's either 5 or 6. I think it's He's 6. done it. Gen done 6 it. almost instantly. Gen 6. Okay. I, ju-
1: I just need to see the picture of the generations
0: in front of me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, Matt, pick a number between 1 and 10. 3. Okay. 1, 2, 3. All right, Lance, What generation is Hawlucha? Like also 6. Also 6. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, it I used that in my, in my first run through of Pokemon X. Yeah. So, but if I went back to the same place twice, it would fool you. Okay, fine. Adam, pick a number between 1 and 10. 1. 1. Okay. What generation is Bonsley? Uh, 3. Incorrect. 4. Oh, no, 4. Babies are 4. four.
1: Yeah, babies are 4. Matt. Yeah, freakish cuz
2: it was cuz it was in Pokemon XD but it was not actually part of that generation. It right. was like a
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was
2: like previewed in that yeah. game, but it was like one of those like out of sync things.
1: Yeah, the first batch of babies was in 4.
0: Okay, okay. What generation was Clubtopus? Clobopus. Oh, that's the new one. That's Sword and Shield. Which is generation uh 8.
1: Eight, yeah, okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. That's Graplox, baby, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I was thinking of the boxer crab from... Yeah, oh, uh, Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that nightmare. Okay, what generation <laughs> is woobat
1: Oh, Wubat and Subat.
0: Five? Diamond and Pearl, yeah. That's Good cool. God, Matt. First yep. of all, Adam, dive into pearls, not generation five. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's gen four. That's uh, oh black and white. Black yeah. and
1: white, gen five. I keep Matt is like them.
0: a Korean pro gamer, good yeah, at this. Maybe just, he wants Adam to be able to this, get out on. Time. This, is this is actually stunning. something I'm particularly good at. This is but. frightening. Okay, well, I okay.
2: have, I in Pokemon Sword, I have my boxes sorted. My generation. generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. give you. So okay. I might be cheating a little bit for this. Well, he's
0: on fire. All right, keep going. I really never had a chance. Okay, what generation is Dwebble? Oh. Five? Yes. Fuck. Okay. God damn I'm it! Because he was on the, I'm only. He was on the list for Pokemon Matt...
2: Unite as like. The only Gen 5 Pokemon that was
0: represented. You have like a distinct memory for all I tried to pick the most obscure Pokemon I could find. <laughs> you have like a core memory for all of them. Jesus Christ. Okay, what generation is Cramorant? Speaking of uh, Pokemon Unite. Uh seven? Seven.
1: That's what I was gonna say too. Seven, sun and moon? Gotcha, he's Jen Eight. eight. Oh, I was ah. about to say eight next, okay. Uh-huh. I was I was swayed by Matt's opinion. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you're blaming Matt. Let us try.
0: Okay, let's go to another uh early Gens one. What generation was Cricketune?
1: Two? Was it that early? No, no.
0: Uh three. F- four? <laughs> Matt.
1: God damn it! <laughs>
0: What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit scared right now. Okay. What generation... I only have a few more. What generation was Bruxish, that monstrosity? Oh, man. Seven. Yeah, seven.
1: Because
2: Gen 7 is my least favorite in terms of Pokemon designs, and Bruxish is a fucking abomination. That's fair. It is. So it's very clear in my mind as blogging to that
0: one. Okay. Last couple. What generation is... Dottler. Oh. Eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it
1: is. I yeah, didn't even remember what that was. I know. It's, that's the, a...
2: it's the regional bug that Gigantamax is into a UFO. Oh! <laughs> or it evolves it sure into something
0: that... And it's a oh, middle it's, evolution,
1: it's, so I figured that would trip oh, you Oh, I know up. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I've, I've used the the
0: final evolution many times. I just... The name's escaping me right now. Intentionally. I'm, I'm trying to fool you, Adam. Uh, which generation was... Purloin.
1: Oh, four, I think.
0: Five. Adam gets it. Hey, generation five. Finally, what generation was Cutie Fly? Six. No. Seven. Seven. It's, it's seven. So. Sure. Okay, yeah. nice. God damn! I picked like what, like I mean, I'll count maybe after. I won't. Let's be honest, I won't. But I, you know, I had like ten or twelve. Matt was and I got just, like, I yeah. got nine of them. I fooled <laughs> you with one of them, and Adam got two. Stunning. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So I
1: don't
2: know yeah, I'm why that do... sticks in my head so well. But yeah. I,
0: I, mean, I, I, I think you're gonna have to do a different thing. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, yeah, so we're not gonna. I'm not gonna do exactly, I mean, I might. I reserve the right to do that again, but it's not gonna be next week. I do have a few more ideas for how I can use the Pokédex, but. Don't go studying or anything like that, but I have a a few few ideas for for how to do that. Okay, so that'll wrap it up. Hopefully, that's more or less in time, so Adam can pick up his food. But everyone out there, have a great week. Have a safe week. Stay tuned for our House of Dragons review. Shit's going to be fire, pun intended, dragon fire, and we'll see you next time.